Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Kyle and Drew with your sneak peek at next week, episode number 641 for comics originally coming out May the 25th and May the 26th. Yes, I almost said March because they both start with M's and I get confused on tiny little things sometimes. But it's definitely May the 25th and 26th, this final week of May. Before Drew and I get into what's coming out in your local comic book shops this coming week. Drew, there's all kinds of crazy thing going on in the world of comics. What do you got? Well, most importantly, we want to say uh, welcome to our newest patron, Bradley Roeder. Uh, welcome aboard, Bradley. We appreciate your support, and thank you for supporting the podcast and already uh, being a part of our our Slack community and chatting with us on there. We appreciate all that. Hey. Just in time for us to discuss whether Bronze Age is becoming the new Silver Age. We have, I saw a whole conversation in there about that. So yes, yes, and how those those keys are now uh, going through the roof, and uh, just like Silver Age did, just like Golden Age before that. So uh, won't be long till moderns. <laughs> moderns. Are we, into, are we copper yet? Where are we? Yeah, that. Yeah, copper and modern always confuse me. I think it's, they're very similar. Um, but yeah, we want um, more folks like Bradley and uh, some of the other folks to join us. Go to patreon.com, comics fun profit, slash comics fun profit, and, and sign up at any level to be entered in our slab, uh, CGC slab giveaway contest. We're going to be pulling that winner very soon. Yep, we're uh, so happy about the new people we've just gotten in the last few weeks that we want to give start giving away a comic. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to give away a slab here soon. So we'll give you a um, a few days uh, to to if you if you're on the fence and you want to get in on the on the contest. But we're gonna we're gonna pick that winner this week uh, for the next slab winner, and we'll announce that. And these are some of the great slabs that you'll get to choose from should you be selected as the winner. We have Wolverine 50, Justice League International 34, Fantastic Four number 1, Batgirl 50, ASM, uh, Amazing Spider-Man for those of you who don't know my shorthand, uh, number 17, Basketful of Heads number 1, House of X number 5, Wonder Woman number 761, Red Sonja Age of Chaos number 1, Powers of X number 2, or Batman 98. You have uh, those to choose from. And supplies, uh, while supplies last, these are all 9.8 CGC comics. And will be shipped to you, your door free of charge. Unless you live uh, internationally. And then we might have to ask for a little bit of help on the postage. Uh, so thank you to Adam Pastory, another great poetry patron for donating those to us but there's more uh what else you win is uh you get to th the warm and fuzzy feeling of being a part of <laughs> of our our patreon our patrons we appreciate that very much but there's lots of cool stuff on the on the site you can check out you get exclusive content you get early access content you get um unique spec picks that uh, don't get shared on the show or get shared after the <laughs> FOC closes sometimes because we can't be that timely. Um, uh, tons of cool stuff like that. And we continue to add 
and um, build, and um, the Slack hunt, Slack channel is really <coughs> taken off and, and been a lot of fun. So we're excited about about that and some of the fun giveaways that we're able to do. Um, so yeah, check that out, patreon.com slash comics fun and profit uh, to figure out if uh, it's right for you. Yeah, and uh, are we recording next week because I am in Chicago? Are you going to wing it without me? Uh, TBD. TBD. I, yeah. I, I, I had a couple of people that are... I'll, I'll try. I'll try to get a fill in, but it might be a it might be a week off for the holiday weekend uh, next weekend. So, um, so if you're part of our Patreon, you may see me do show some deep dish pizza in the Slack as well. So just... <laughs> yeah. What and what are the what's the big chain in Chicago? Is it Graham Cracker Comics? That's a big chain in Chicago. Yeah, I think it was one of those. Yep. Yeah. You'll have to hop in there and check that place out. I'm hoping there's time for comics. They're only the outskirts of downtown Chicago, so I got some uh, perusing to do. Do you have access to the the train? Uh, I'm we're driving, so I have I have a vehicle. Oh, yeah, but it if I recall, it's a hassle <laughs> driving in Chicago. Yep. yep. <laughs> well, enjoy that. Enjoy right. that, and uh, we might be able to do a show without you, but sometimes it's just not the same, Kyle. So yeah, we might not be not. able to do that at all. <laughs> Hey, let's but hop in. Oh, for this go, week go. I am here, and while I'm here, let's see what kind of comics are flying up in price. Let's head over to Comics Heating Up. Yes, ComicsHeatingUp.net, and let's look at our top ten. Starting with Amazing Spider-Man number three hundred and sixty from nineteen ninety-two, this issue features the second cameo appearance of Carnage, featuring four panels of Carnage, where he is both named and speaks and introduces himself as Carnage. So this is finally getting some notice. The first cameo appearance is in three fifty-nine, but simply as a clump of red symbiote dripping down. But it moved forty-one copies, and a CGC nine point eight is creeping up on four hundred dollars now. It sounds like a Better appearance. Yeah, no doubt. You know. But it doesn't have that cover. Yeah. At number nine, Ghost Rider 28. Again, we're still in 1992. This book was trending once before, back when Lilith was mentioned to appear as the Hulu Ghost Rider in the, new, in the Hulu Ghost Rider series. However, the show was canceled, and there's been plenty of speculation of where Ghost Rider might show up in the MCU since. Well, this speculation is back again thanks to new rumors by The Hashtag Show that a Midnight Suns, whose first appearance is in this issue, is in development for a film. While this is still very, very unconfirmed, we moved 74 copies based on unconfirmed garbage. Um, $150 for CGC 9-8. At rank 8, Venom Lethal Protectors number 4. I have this somewhere. I know I got that. I didn't think oh, yeah. it was anything. Oh, yeah, you got a stack With of those. With the heat of Venom, Let There Be Carnage trailer, plus the upcoming Extreme Carnage Lasher comic miniseries, the various symbiotes who first appeared in this issue, be it Scream, Agony, Lasher, Phage, Riot, are all receiving heavy speculation. If you recall, Riot was the main villain in the very first Venom film, which was when this issue first spiked. Since the creators are all well aware of the various symbiotes, there's some potential for another showing up. Uh, 90 copies move. Man, there's a lot of stuff moving on the secondary market. Yeah. A lot of stuff flying. CGC 9.8, 
$250. (coughs) At rank 7, confirming that everything from my childhood is cycling back up and selling. G.I. Joe, The Real American Hero, 281. This one just came out from IDW. Buckle in because the market is now all over G.I. Joe key issues and first appearances. This new issue features a first appearance of Sherlock. Moved 44 copies in the secondary market. And uh, 20 bucks for a raw. And the 1 in 10 variant is super hot. And 75 bucks for a raw. At rank 6, we have... Captain America 352 from 1989. The issue features the first appearance of the Supreme Soviets, Perun, Red Guardian, Sputnik, and Fantasiat. I don't know that that's right. This book's movement is due to David Harbors, who plays Red Guardian in the Black Widow show, post on Instagram stating, Ursa, Yelna, Nat, CD, Sputnik. And all of the rest of the Winter Guard look forward to sharing a popcorn bag and a big old screen in a dark theater with you on July the 9th. So, that caused this thing to move online. Uh, Blah, 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 blah. 47 copies of Raw is now $50 on that. At rank 5, America Chavez made in the USA. Number 3, again a brand new issue. Features the first appearance of America's sister, Catalina Chavez. <coughs> Didn't cough until we started podcasting. Catalina seems very, seems even more powerful and has intrigued a lot of readers. Moving 56 copies and already we're seeing sales of $25 for Raw. Take over for me for a second. Jesus. <laughs> so I can cough. Go ahead and put, take you out back and shoot you. <laughs> You're a horse, man. I'm going to need that week off next week. <laughs> America Chavez, Made in the USA, number three. Did you finish this? Yep, and we're on Ultraman. 56 copies, blah, blah, blah. All right. Ultraman, number one, comes in at rank four. This is from Harvey Comics back in 1993. Um, it was originally announced by Variety that Netflix is developing an Ultraman animated feature with all new story. Ultraman, a fan favorite character has been a long dormant franchise that is finally seeing new life. This jump-started the first U.S. appearance of Ultraman in comics. Sold 34 copies and had a high sale of 60 bucks, $61 for a raw copy. There you go. At rank 3, are you still, are you back? Nope, keep going. Uh, rank 3 <coughs> is Ultraman number 1, the Virgin variant, or Virgin copy, uh, also from 1993. This one sold 40 copies and had a high sale of 310 bucks for a CGC 9.6. Number two is Spider-Man Unlimited number one, benefiting from the Let There Be Carnage trailer. This is the first appearance of Shriek, which is moving again and sold 277 copies. Had a high sale of $449 for a CGC 9.8. This is way up. Um, from when this was in the top 10 in way back in Feb- February of this year, um, which when it sold for a, for $110 for a 9.8. So that is that is way up. Uh, number one is Hank Howard, Pizza Detective, Caligula's Safe. Number one from Bad Idea. This Bad Idea new title was very limited in store and only received by particular retailers. With a low dollar price point, this title only had one way to go up 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 buyers scrambled online to pick up a copy which drove up sales 
and it sold 136 <coughs> copies and had a high sale of $30 for a raw. Well, it's wonderful. Unfortunately, I was only able to get one, but $1 um, investment. <laughs> I was I was very fortunate that I could get the one, I guess, cuz it must be tough to get. Now as we go to rank 11, uh, we have Bitterroot number one. Uh, since we announced last week that Regina King is directing this ad adaptation of the Image series, sales are way up. Um, it sold uh, only 19 copies, but a high sale of $400 for a CTC 9.8, which is crazy. Uh, Iron Man number nine comes in at rank 12. This is the 1998 Iron Man number nine. Uh, this is the first appearance of Winter Guard, as mentioned by actor David Harbour, which we mentioned earlier, and this had a high sale of $25 for a raw copy. At rank 13, we have Amazing Spider-Man number 344. This was from 91, uh, and this is also Let There Be Carnage. Uh, That's this, Carnage as well? Oh, jeez. Yeah, this issue features the first appearance of Cletus Cassidy. Classiday, who shares a jail cell cell with Eddie Brock and lays the groundwork for Cletus to become Cletus to become Carnage. It sold forty four copies and had a high sale of three hundred and fifty five bucks for a CGC nine eight. At rank fourteen, Amazing Spider Man three sixty one, the newsstand version. Again, more Cletus uh, Carnage early appearances, and uh, this one sold. 35 copies and had a high sale of $1,804 for a CGC 9.8. So, okay, now remind me, uh, the newsstand has the barcode or does not have the barcode? Barcode. Barcode. Correct. Okay, right. The direct market is non-barcode. Yeah. Um, so at rank uh, 15 is the, the direct edition. Uh, of Amazing Spider-Man 361, it sold 58 copies, sold more copies, but its high sale was only $1,400 for a CGC 9.8. But oh either my. either way, your your Amazing Spider-Man 361 <coughs> gold, and yeah, no kidding. especially if you have them slabbed. Uh, rank 16, um, we have Marvel Comics Presents number 72 uh, from 1991. <coughs> This is the Wolverine origin story that is still very, selling very, very well. This is based on those loose rumors about a, wolf, a Wolverine anthology series for Disney+. Plus. Uh, they're now calling this a very unlikely rumor, but it still sold 98 copies. Oh, wow. We're backing and, off this rumor. And uh, had a high sale of $995 for a CGC 9.8. At rank 17... We have Spawn number one from 1992, of course, and uh, this is uh, sold 53 copies of Spawn number one still, and had a high sale. Now we're at $300 for a CGC 9.8. Kyle, it was not that long ago when no. we finally broke in $100 for a CGC 9.8 because there's like two, three million copies of this out there's there, right? There's a ton, yeah. And we thought, oh, 100 bucks, that's awesome. And now it's 300 and it hasn't been that long. So mm -hmm. that, that's pretty amazing. Uh, rank 18 is America Chavez, made in the USA, number three. The Bex, the Betsy Cola variant. Uh, this is, sold 30 copies. It had a high sale of $35 for a raw. At rank 19, we have Mighty Avengers, number one. 
this is from 2013 and this features Monica Rambo's Spectrum logo in place of the letter A. 37 copies of this thing moved and it had a high sale of $71 for a raw copy. At rank 20, we have Venom versus Carnage number one uh, from 2004. This is the first issue uh, from a four issue limited series. And what's the deal here? In this first issue, we're on the cusp of Carnage having an offspring and with confirmation from director Andy Serkis that actor Stephen Graham is indeed playing police detective Patrick Mulligan who is the future symbiote Toxin, then there is an excellent chance we may see Toxin, the grandson of Venom, if symbiotes abided by human genealogy. <laughs> um, so that's a nice setup for yet another future film appearance. So we'll go, so Venom begats, Carnage begats, Toxin. Okay, I, I like that, okay. Um, and sold 28 copies and had a high of five hundred dollars for a cgc 98 um did you see the carnage let there be carnage trailer <coughs> yeah it was okay nothing special yeah i was uh, like it was like a little like i when in the in the actual venom movie i was i, I was pleasantly surprised by the humor it kind of worked but they were really kind of leaning into it i thought in the trailer and i was like eh, i don't know if it's gonna work <laughs> as well now yeah but we'll see Maybe we we'll. shall see. Hope so. Let's head over to uh, FOC. Yeah, we looked. We have looked at what's already spiking in price and getting higher and higher in, on the secondary market. So let's now check our orders and see the stuff that's coming out here in the next couple weeks and see if we need to add or change anything. Uh, of course, we get our FOC sent to us directly from our good friends at Deep Discount Comics. Eric has a. N amazing curated list that uh, really helps us out that he sends out on Friday evenings um, that we go through. He also pulls out a few things that he sees the movement on and he thinks are the next big things and he uh, does a little feature on a few things. He's got right here, he's got Wonder Woman Black and Gold number one, the Joshua Middleton variant. It's a very cool looking variant. He's also got Catwoman 32, the Jenny Frizen cover B with a purple cat suit. It's very nice. Not a bad Nightwing cover for Nightwing 81. The cover A, Bruno Redondo cover. Not bad, not bad at all. Uh, Static Season 1, number 1. Uh, the Team Variant, Olivier Coypel, foil cardstock. So not only cardstock, but also foil. Uh, you got to throw out 10 bucks to get that one, but it is a cool-looking variant on that one Geiger number one going to a fourth printing but you can still pick that up for image and it's a neat cover they've got it soaked in red this time time before time number one getting a second print so uh, Eric from deep discount featuring the second printings on some cool image titles here that looks like the uh, same cover to me I think so as well I didn't notice anything really different but don't know for sure uh, we also have Aliens number four coming out. That series has been quite popular. Um, Demon Days, Mariko number one from Marvel from our good, that's uh, our Peach Pomoko. <coughs> the offshoot of her series. Planet-sized X-Men number one, Gala. 
Um, that one. Wolverine Black, White, and Blood. The Treasury Edition trade paperback with a wicked looking cover. Uh, on sale for 15 bucks. And then we have a reprinted Peach Momoko version of the Tarna Last Tarakian number one. Uh, these are apparently difficult to find. <coughs> Eric said not a lot of stores went out on those books. Yeah, so that's interesting. Um, yeah, Very. so you get the chance to get the reprint Momoko Tarna, the last Terry Rackian from Heavy Metal, mm-hmm. uh, the standard cover for three ninety nine, or you can get the Virgin cover for nine ninety nine. And he said these are exclusive to comic book retailers; these are not sold elsewhere. So interesting. So, yeah. Very cool looking cover, and what you know, of the Peach Momokos, one of my favorites. Now, speaking of Alien, since last week and we had our Alien deep dive, mm-hmm. um, I uh <laughs> spent a lot of time when it, when the sun was out and I should have been outside working uh on my yard. I this weekend I, I spent some time um watching some alien movies ah nice <laughs> yeah so you got you got me um and i'd forgotten a how good the first two really were yeah they were really they're really great movies on their own and b uh, that they really got progressively worse after that <laughs> <laughs> there is a drop off yeah third one great and in this uh, the resurrection with winona Ryder. Uh-huh. Ooh, that was rough. That was really rough. Didn't quite through. stick that landing. Yeah, and I think there's a couple more I still haven't seen. I I think there's even like is Prometheus a prequel? Yeah, and then they get you some Alien versus Predator. Yeah, yeah. So there's still a few things out there, and I don't know if I can keep going. But I'll, I'll, if I if I watch any more, I'll I'll let you know. But um, those first two. Definitely worth a, wa- a rewatch. And there that, you go. I didn't realize it was from 1979. I mean, I didn't think it was. I forgot it was that far back as well. Yeah. So I, I don't even know when I would have seen that because I would have been too young to go to the theaters to see that. Mm-hmm. So that may have been like an an HBO show watch or or VHS rental down you know later later in life, and then, um, but uh, the Aliens was very very strong as well. So good couple of movies and uh thanks for going down the rabbit hole with me on that last week there you go. Appreci- appreciated there you go. it now it's our turn to dig through the foc and find out what we're doing here you've already got have you have you already ordered your last uh batman Fortnite number six of six correct yep so you're good yep we we're good on all these that have uh been Still going for good prices. Too much to use them for skins. <laughs> and then we, um, I, I'm, I'm curious about this black and gold. Wonder Woman black and gold. Um, curious how how it reads. If because mm-hmm. uh, I did enjoy the the Superman red and blue, and some of the Batman black and white's good. So yeah, it might be neat. Everybody's loving Nightwing. It's not just us. Uh, it seems to be universally loved, the first mm-hmm. two issues. So you got a chance to get uh, 
some of the variants pretty reasonable. What do you think of that cover B? Uh, we're looking at the cardstock variant. Yeah, is that claymation? What is that? Um, waiting for it to load. That's my monster. Yeah, that's uh, definitely computer generated, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So not my favorite, but it's nice. Mm-hmm. Pride Month is uh, what's what are they doing there? Just right with the flag. Yep, doing a big old flip over the pride flag. Gotcha. Yeah, I I haven't been blown away by the covers except for that one. That second print. Yeah, one second print. Um, it's all about the story for Nightwing right now. Although I think I mean he's doing a good job of storytelling with the art inside. Mm-hmm. I like the the static season one. I'm gonna dip in and just check it out. That's probably so where I'm. Everybody meant. went for these teams variant. These teams variant we have for static that uh, Eric was talking about. You have to order a minimum of 250 copies. So if your the store does. did not do that, yeah, um, uh, ours went that deep. So they've got those available, and it's a very cool cover. We've got from Dark Horse. We have Norse Mythology Two, number one, and I thought it was Mark Russell working with Neil Gaiman, but it's P. Craig Russell. Ah, good old P. Craig. Oh, good old P. Craig. Um, Faithfully adapted from the original novels. This is an adaptation. Yeah. Yeah. So your mileage may vary on that one. As we slide into IDW, GI Joe popped. So, you know, do we have to make sure we're jumping in this one and ten on this one as well? Oh yeah, which one was that 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 popped? Uh, just uh, one issue or two issues ago. I think one issue ago. Yeah, it was two eighty one. Mm hmm. Two issues ago, and that was the first appearance of Sherlock. So. Yeah, how do you suss out there's going to be a first appearance in a G.I. Joe? Do you got to get them all? Yeah. Well, now they're worth getting. You know, you could have lied to me and said nobody cares about the first appearances of anybody in these, and I'd have said, okay. Um, but apparently they're big things again. Speaking of big things, Star Wars High Republic Adventures, number five. You still um, getting this, the IDW version, or are you still with Marvel now? Um, I have slacked on both. Oh, you're off both of them. Yeah, I collected the you know the initial run stuff, and I think most of the first appearances were, and now I've pulled back just a little bit, and I've got to catch up and see if it's worth yeah. continuing on. Down at Image, we're we've got a book called Compass, number one. This is. Dave Walker, Robert McKenzie with art and cover by my boy Justin Greenwood from Fuse. Um, so that's kind of cool. We and went it's a quick past the uh, Usagi Ojimbo 20. I really yeah. like that cover B. So I just wanted to make sure to point that out. That uh, Jesus. The 10 copy. Yeah. Yeah. Is it really $20? Is it worth 20 bucks? Maybe. We had the one of the kind of the 
the side profile bust that was a really nice one spike as well so Usagi's got a little bit of heat in some regards to it especially with the talk of some sort of series coming up now so this this compass is this some somehow connected to old guard Greg Rucka proudly presents a new direction in adventure with Compass. No, it's not. Well, look it's at the... It's re-teaming from the pages of Old Guard, so it's the same team. Oh, okay. All right. So how is... How is Rucka involved? Greg Rucka proudly presents... Is it his so imprint, maybe? Rucka is presenting, even though I don't see any... Any imprint from Rucka. Alright. Whatever. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, good Asian goes to his second print. Kyle. Yes. You know how I like my brew baker. I do know how you like your brew uh, baker. I like my I like my crime noir comics. Yes. Uh Good Asian is a really good crime noir comic. And um Pornsack Pishitshote, uh, who I've just made fun of his name a lot, and I feel bad now because he's a uh, this, he did a really good job with this mm -hmm. issue. So, uh, Pornsack, uh, hats off, buddy. Nice, nice work. Strong work. Ice Cream Man number twenty-four going to a second print. That... Just changing the shading on it, aren't they? Yeah, the telethon. Yeah. Uh, it was a good issue. Really? I enjoyed it. I liked what they did there. I thought that was pretty fun. Jupiter's Legacy Requiem number one. Uh, so there is a Netflix cover. Yeah. Interesting. Did you get to watch this? <clears throat> I have not yet jumped into this. I, I caught up on Invincible. I caught up on... Uh, on, oh, uh, what do you think Falcon of Invincible? Oh, it's great. Loved it. Wasn't it great? This was solid. Did and it, did you remember any of the stuff from reading? Or did no, you... I I was so far behind. I, I remembered all the controversy from the the one hundred and the later stuff that yeah, ha just all what happened to start it out was completely gone from my mind. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. If, if you if you never revisited it, you're like. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. And you yeah. can just kind of enjoy it, um, which is which is good. Um, Jupiter's Legacy was a little too fresh for me, so I still kind of yeah. remembered some of the plot points. Now, what do you think of? So you, you're done with Fal Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yes. You, did you enjoy that? Yeah, I thought it was really well done. Okay. Really well done. But did you like it as much as WandaVision? Um, more. It or was less? easier to watch than WandaVision. But I really loved the week-to-week, -week, what the heck is WandaVision really trying to say? Yeah. Um, it, it, so much of WandaVision was behind puzzles and, and trying to figure so much out that I had so much fun with that. Um, whereas Falcon Winter Soldier was just a good action film. Yeah. It, and, and basically that's how I felt about it too. It, was a, it would have been a good movie and they just took a good movie and they broke it up into yeah. six pieces. Or five pieces. How long was it? Five or six? Wasn't that long. 
But I've, let me let me take a look at this quietly cover because it's just gorgeous. Mm -hmm. Good work, good work, Mister Quietly. I think the Netflix cover is the one to have though, because of signings. Yeah, because you're going to take that and say, "Hey, there, sign this." That does make a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, now that we've seen those blow up too. Mm -hmm. Didn't like the second issue of Silver Coin. Oh wow! Yeah, it went in a. I don't know. It, it the silver the the silver coin was barely even there. Like that thread of the coin really had. It was a like it's got a ghost story type of thing or like a horror story. And then there was like at the end there was like. Here's a coin. Here's a coin. You saw the coin. It like floated away or something. I'm like that had nothing to do. The coin yeah. had nothing to do with the story. What's the whole conceit of this? Yeah. Unless I'm missing it. Silver coin number three. Give me the name of that cover B artist. Oh, that's Roderick Christian on. How's that? One of our favorites. <laughs> How'd I do? Radiant Black, number four, going to a second print, continuing to week to week prove Drew as wrong as you can prove somebody. <laughs> I don't know if that's what its whole purpose is. <laughs> <laughs> I've sources close to me say that's all he's the doing. The only reason that he's selling through <laughs> is to continue to step on your neck. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, so we Still, get. Sorry, still water number eight. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to say. I'm, I'm in the middle of reading seven right now, and I didn't get to finish it. Um, but it, it's pretty good. And like I said, time before time, that first issue was really great. Um, I'm looking forward to the second issue. Um, I don't know if you got a chance to, look, to read that one. I you kind of like the time travel stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you did or you did not? I did not read it, but oh. I do like time travel. You should probably check this out. I think you, I think you dig that first issue. There you go. There's my uh, five Walking Dead's that I'll be purchasing this month <laughs> or this week. Something's got to give, Kyle. After nineteen, something's got to give. It's ridiculous. I can't keep this up, right? What am Correct. I doing? What am I doing? Correct. I'm telling you. Why does Kirkman care that I'm all in? He doesn't care. He doesn't care if I'm all in or not. He beckons to you. Continue, Drew. This is why we're here. <laughs> I need to give up The Walking Dead so I can go all in on Skybound 10. Amen. When it comes out. And get all those covers. <laughs> Demon Days, Mariko, number one. And I like the J. Scott Campbell. Is it nice? Yeah. Yeah. I can see why people collect his stuff. Jeez. Mm -hmm. Which thing? The the price on the high ratio stuff. Now, does Stan Sakai normally do a lot of Covers for non-Usagi stuff? <laughs> no. So Stan no. Sakai has a Demon Days Mariko Stan Sakai variant. Yeah. 
Peach doing the interiors and Stan Sakai on the cover. Hmm. It's interesting, right? Yeah, I think that one might be one to reach for. And you've been liking these Varaghi. I'm the I like them, but they don't do anything. I mean, they've been yeah. he's been cranking those things out, and they haven't yeah. done jack. So you would take the Stan Sakai over the J. Scott Campbell. Yep, I say you get that Stan Sakai version. That's the one that's going to blow up. Yeah, Kyle, I've read the first three issues of Heroes Reborn. Uh huh. And the one of the first tie-ins. And um, I like the series, but the tie-in, the one tie-in that I read, I only read one tie-in. It was mm -hmm. the Peter Parker Spider-Man one, and it was n not worth my time. No. Didn't tie-in, um, just kind of just told, told us. It was a fun story, mm -hmm. but not necessary um, for the story at hand. And I will say that the first three issues, the first two were really strong. And then the third issue was mostly filler with a little bit of moving the story forward at the end. Hmm. So that was disappointing. Um, and I don't want to spoil. I, I did a I did an exclusive review on uh, Patreon about mm -hmm. it. Um, and I spoiled it on there, but I don't want to spoil it here with what it's about and stuff. Um, so you kind of get a gist if you've been reading the solicits, but it's kind of fun just to read it and uh, let it unfold. You'll you know you'll know if you like it after you read the first couple of issues. And the storytelling is, I don't, I'm not 100% sure it would resonate with newer comic readers, but well, I'd be curious to Well, we also keep having... Out. Marvel not stick landings with their all this kind of stuff. Well, yeah, I'm waiting for a Heroes Reborn, yeah, Prime Alpha issue eight to be announced. You know, because they can't quite fit it all into what they said yeah, they were going to fit. And it will be seven ninety nine. Yes, yes. Miles Morales, Spider Man number twenty seven, Rose Besh, not the best Besh. Oh, is that the one that people were chasing a couple of months ago? Well, that's the, that's the artist that did that really cool silk number two that I just banged my head against the wall trying to figure out what to, whether to buy it or not and didn't do it. And you don't think there's any heat in this one? No, yeah, because it's ugly. So she can since so not she can do no wrong. She can Correct. she can actually do some wrong. She yeah she it's yeah not a good cover. You like any of the planet size X Men? I don't even. I don't even want to read that. I really don't. <laughs> Pepe Larraz. Ugh, like I I rolled reading halfway through the solicit. I'm so sorry. For which one? For planet size X Men. <laughs> Anything you want to share with the audience? No. Okay. Let me. Let, 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 um, they came to slay, and then it just had them like posing on the front cover. 
And I'm just like, yeah. and then I, I just rolled my eyes and cleared away. <laughs> so you, you got through, you got through a sentence. Yeah, that's pretty. That's awesome. Yeah, that's all you need. Um, I'm out. Yeah, the '90s covers, the '90s variant covers, not bad. You know, harking back to the old cartoon. But other than that, moving on. Down in Boom, we're going to revisit Buffy the Vampire Slayer for yet another um, bite at the apple. And this time, we're going to let Mirka and Dolfo take the realm, take the helm, which is interesting. Um, I wonder if she's a fan. I hope so. The Pride Month tie-in for Star Wars 14 is the most subtle thing I've ever seen in my life. What'd they do? Just a rainbow flash of color on the word Star Wars. And then the lo- the logo at the bottom right, but very subtle. Yeah. And Lando's what, pansexual now? Is that why he's on the cover of it? Who is? Lando. When did that happen? Didn't he, wasn't he like half in a relationship with a robot during the, the, the oh early stuff? Yeah, okay. Well, I don't know. Yeah, all right. From uh, Boom Studios, we have Save Yourself, number one, four-issue miniseries. This is a boom from the Boombox imprint, so... Oh, and the David Aha cover on X-Core, too. Okay, now moving on. A little more um, all-agey. Bones Leopard is the writer. How much more meat is on this Berserker? Uh, third third print. Third print, yeah. Seven swords from Aftershock. Um, this is from Evan Doherty. Writers of such films as Snow White and the Huntsman, Divergent, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Should actually, we get... Um, oh, go ahead. I actually kind of like this uh, Seven Swords. Should we get uh, Red Room number two, since Red Room number one blew up? Probably. It's another cool cover, too. That was a uh, Drew pick of the week, by the way. Mm-hmm. That blew up another well, another Drew pick of the week that blew up. Oh, I, mean, I like that Ed Pisker or that Ed Pisker cover B or the ten copy with the cards. The cards were the cards of the face of the king. Yeah, it's it's okay. Meta. <laughs> it's meta. <laughs> Meta cells. I'm allowed to like things, Drew. You know that, you, right? you are. You are. You. And usually you're spot on, man. Your tastes and uh, spiking prices seems to go hand in hand. From Scout Comics, we have Claire and the Dragons from Scoot Imprint. Um, I think it's all agey, but maybe not. 
that's odd. I, I thought that's what the scoot imprint was, but maybe not. Yeah. But it's that's a neat looking story. And at a dollar ninety nine, I love that price point. Yep. Fantastic. Yeah. And that's it. Yep, that's been our drag through the FOC. Because we want to see what's coming up and make sure we add a few things to our order. Now, let's head on back to our good friends at comicbookinvest.com and look again at what is hitting the secondary market super hard and uh, following those trends. Their number one book is X-Men number 130. This is, of course, clear Chris Claremont era. So a 9.8 is $2,500. A 9.6, $800. Boy, that's drop off. A 9.4, 700 over. All these are double the, what they were two months ago. I'd say this jump is due to speculation only as some are trying to connect the dots of a casting call for Ant-Man 3. This is a stretch at best. As much as we all love Dazzler, don't get stuck holding the bag on this one. Uh, yeah, which um, where did we see the Dazzler cameo? What was that? Was that that Dark Phoenix movie? I don't even know. She was Halston Stage Sage was playing her for like yeah. a very brief brief scene. I'm like, I think was that it? Are we ever gonna? <laughs> Is that all we're doing? <laughs> do anything with her? Ring two, we have Red Room number one, the Peach Momoko one in twenty variant. Oh, that's now, the one. Okay. Yeah, it's now going between 60 and 70. The premise sounds dystopian. Watch webcam murders for a fee. But, to be honest, we aren't really that far behind that reality as we currently sit. Am I the only one that had to look at this like three times to even know what we're looking at on the front cover? Drew, can you read number three for me? Yes, uh, Werewolf by Night, number 32, yay! Uh, this is the first appearance of Moon Knight, of course. A 9-2 sold for 7500 uh, It's what I gave away a few years ago for nothing. Pennies on the dollar. <laughs> Peanuts. Uh, 6 five, uh, sold for 3100 And a 4-0 sold for 1500 And those are just the sales in the past week. Pretty much all the grades are up for 50 to 75% in the last 45 days. This is an incredible increase, especially after the continuous increase in price over the last year. I think Moon Knight fans are getting pumped. This may end up being the floor for this book for years to come. So don't sell it unless you're an idiot. <laughs> At rank four, we have OBE. I don't even know what press this is from. This one is a bit of a surprise, but this is selling for for between 25 and 30 just after release. Where are... Were any of you able to find this? Is it any good? It's an alternative press book. Yep, alternative press, out-of-body experience is what OBE stands for. Interesting. So just a tough-to-get book. At rank 5, we have the 1 in 25... Joker number two, the second print. Uh, so we got this chick on the front putting her mask on, but this time in black and white. Selling between 60 and 70 bucks. Uh, from 2008, 
we have Thor number five, the J. Scott Campbell variant. I know that this is selling in the 50 to 60 range because of Lady Loki, but actually glad to see J. Scott Campbell books and Adam Hughes books coming back around. Now, this was one of my favorite series. Oh, yeah, I remember this. A little while ago. I loved this. Uh, Mech Cadet U, number one. Moving from 10 to 15 bucks up to now 30 to 40, it was announced that an animated movie was coming to Netflix in 2023. That is a very long way away for an unknown property that will be animated. My advice, sell this if you have it and buy it back in six months when everyone forgets about it. (laughs) <laughs> and then I also have those Peach Momoko versions, if, if, I, if I remember. No, that's not Matt Cadet U, that's something else. But I have several of this Matt Cadet because I really like that series. Yeah, you were a big fan. Uh, New Adventure, New Avengers number 40, the second print. This was already a really nice sell at 80 to 100 Now it is bumped up to almost $200 raw, uh, becoming a bonafide monster. Most think... Daenerys will be playing the Scroll Queen, which only adds to the intrigue. At rank 9, we have Buffy the Vampire Slayer Season 10, numbers 21 through 30. Not sure exactly why this particular season is doing so well, but the price of all these issues definitely goes up from 21 on, starting around $10 for 21 and going up to over 35 for 30. And it was only between 5 and 10. Do your due diligence and hit those back issue bins. Why? Why? We don't know why. No idea. And Wool, number one, from Jimmy Palmiotti and Justin Gray. This micro-printed indie was last hot at least five or six years ago and when it was quote-unquote option. One mention again about three years ago and then nothing until this week when it was announced it would be a show on Apple TV. That prospect doesn't really wow me, but I have wanted to see this for quite a while. The variant of this one is very difficult to find in high grade. Was two dollars. Now it's between twenty and thirty. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, Drew. We got things that are spiking. We've already set our order now for the next couple weeks. Honorable mentions. Oh, I didn't even look at the honorable mentions. I just yeah, left. one of the one of them is Injustice: Gods Among Us, number one. Oh yeah, I have this. Yeah, have this multiple of this. Yeah, this one used to sell pretty well in the thirty dollar range, but definitely fell off the radar and radar and had dropped back to around 10 bucks. Now that an animated movie announcement has bumped this one back up to $35 plus. Injustice Gods Among Us. The, that first quote-unquote season or that first series was so good. So good. Yep. And Manhunt number 6 from there. Kind of off-the-wall stuff. A, 70, a 7.5 sold for $3,100. Significantly higher than a 7.0 sold in February for only 1300 the simplicity of this cover and the fear that it instills is awesome. Is, that, is it a ten center? It yeah, must be I think ten so. ten cents. Yep, yeah. ten cent right there. So yeah, you see a ten cent comic with a woman in peril on the cover. Just pick it up. Just get her. Just pick it up. All right, Drew. We've set our own orders. We've looked at what's hot right now. Let us now pick what's coming out next week. So we can Johnny on the stop make sure that we don't let it slip through our fingers. Let's start with our DC properties by heading over to lunardistribution.com and finding the things coming out on the 25th. Uh, the the Yasmine Putri Mad Hatter variant for B- Batman Black and White number six is pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. I like that. 
I don't know if it's a was that a incentive cover or was that just something you could get I think that's just a cover C pretty fantastic then yeah I missed out on that Batman Fortnite zero point number two going to a second print uh, the Detective Comics 1036 B which is the hack A and B actually uh, A is Dan Mora it's really great mm-hmm. great Huntress on there and then the B is Lee Bermejo with Batman and Quicksand or actually Clayface he's in Clayface yeah yeah, so that's fantastic. I, I love that. Really strong work. Uh, Derek, the Derek, Derek Chu with yeah. a really good cover B on Harley. Yeah. Riley Rossmo's okay, but <laughs> I think the Derek, Derek Chu's a little better. Mm-hmm. Uh, Milestone Re- Returns Infinite Edition number zero. I'm just looking forward to reading this so I can get familiar with who these characters are. Uh oh, Drew. I've already found my pick of the week. Oh, yeah, there you go. There Night it is. Nightwing number 79, second printing. You can just go to bed now. You're done. Boy, I love that cover. It's great. Uh, I think it's awesome looking. How many did you end up getting? Five. <laughs> That's pretty big. And one of them's just going to go on a wall. I love it. I think it's so cool. It's, it's a good piece to just showcase Nightwing. And my it. love I have for him. Yep. You know, you can just have it up there and. You can just show people, hey, this is this is my favorite character. He started as Robin, and he <laughs> went through all these the in, in car- now he's here. <laughs> yeah, <coughs> pretty great. Uh, I do like the um, the Robin number two with the flat line on the cover. Yeah, in the graveyard. Uh, yeah, I think that, I thought that was pretty great. Um, Gave it a long shot as being something there, um, depending on Flatline's viability. And, mm-hmm. Cool character, I think it has some staying power. Yeah. And I think that's it from DC. Mm-hmm. Uh, we slide over to May 26 releases. And start with image, and it's my goddamn Virgin Brides number five <laughs> of five. Finishing up, I'm gonna miss miss their monthly. Well, this is delayed, not monthly. <coughs> yeah, it's been a while since we got one of these, but I'm glad it's finishing up. I'm looking forward to seeing how it ends, um, and I'm glad that they they're gonna do these from time to time and come out with a new a new goddamn um, story. Department of Truth number nine, the cover A is uh, where we normally will find a secret variant in some of those. Normally when they have the kind of top and bottom person, um, there's a variant that, that changes on uh, you know 10% of the books. Which one? A Department or B? Department of Truth. Which? Oh, the A and B? Yeah. Well, the A, you see how you have two characters, top and bottom there? Yeah. There, there's been at least two or three times where um, there'll be about 10% of this book, or maybe less, where one of these characters is different. They'll sneak a different character in there. It's kind of a secret variant. That's dumb. I hate those. <laughs> I don't know. Why, why do they do that? 
Haha, number five of six. I don't know what we're what the focus is in this one, which kind of clown subset, subgenre it is. Those have been uneven, but okay. I've enjoyed them. Manifest Destiny 43 is the beginning of a new arc and a really cool cover, eh? And I wonder if they're going to put this to bed at 50. Doesn't say it's final story arc, does it? Mm -mm. Unless it's a six issue and then they have a final fifth number fifties of like a final issue. Yeah. That's it. I I just it's it seems like they're really getting close to the end. Yeah. But maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's going to turn around and go back. It'd be <laughs> they get to the coast and then just flip the boat around and then start over on the other side. <laughs> Stray Dogs, number three, going to a second print. And now I see Summoner's War Legacy, number two, which means I forgot to read the first one, but I went to. Yeah, I, t I tried. It no, wasn't It wasn't for me. It wasn't my thing. No. Um, Made in Korea, number one, a six-issue miniseries from Jeremy Holt and George Shaw. And it's a... If the first about the first true AI system, Jesse. So that'd be interesting. Witcher, which is lament number one of a forestry series for Dark Horse. Um, the cover C uh, from Stefan Coidel. A very cool looking cover. Oh, yeah, I see, yeah, I see where. I see what you see there. Do you think there's any heat left in that on this third or fourth? Oh, definitely, as people will just wait for that series to come back. There we have that Star Wars Adventures Weapon of a Jedi number one, a two issue series. That's starting. All things Star Wars is hot. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, we're going to finish up Black Panther with issue 25 and Tanahisi Coates' final issue of that. We'll still like the Brian Stelfreeze final issue variant. Yeah, it's Alien nice. 3 has a really cool Andy Kubert cover cover B there as well. So you gotta read Heroes Reborn Young Squadron number one. Do I? As a tie-in for Heroes Reborn, right? Well, I, no, I don't... Uh, I, I don't think I'm going to read any of the tie-ins. And then Heroes Reborn Seed Society number one. Yeah, I think I'm just gonna read the main series... And just um, miss out on these fascinating uh, side quests. Reptile number one. I'd like the cover B on that one. Yeah, this is... Um, I don't know. I don't think it's going to be very heavily ordered. I can't imagine it's going to do much, but... 
I, I am going to probably check it out just to see what the deal is. As we get down into um, Boom, uh, Many Deaths of Layla Star now goes to its third printing hmm. with yet another cool cover. Something is Killing Children, issue 16, which I believe we were talking about on the uh, Slack channel. Someone was mentioning that uh, Bleeding Cools reported that issue 16 sold 155,000 copies. There you go. So that book is... Um, no longer under the radar. Yeah, blowing up. Yeah. From Vault Comics, we have Blue Flame number one. Uh, Blue Flame uh, is a cosmic hero. The Blue Flame is a DIY vigilante that fights crime on the streets of Milwaukee. The Blue Flame is a blue-collar HVAC repairman named Sam. Wow. is He's from Wisconsin, huh? Probably Milwaukee, shops. yeah. He probably shops at um, Cowabunga. Yeah, his LCS is definitely Cowabunga. His de yeah, it better be Cowabunga. That's right. Kent Menace Director's Cut Zero. This is from American Mythology Productions. This is going to be there's going to be like twelve hundred of these. Yeah. <laughs> so if you want your low print run, this this might be one. Tough to get, I'm guessing. Yeah. The second issue of Man Goat and Bunny Man. <laughs> I was looking for that one. <laughs> uh, the cover B is fantastic. The Misadventures is a all ages book, but it's got a number one. Nuclear Family is on issue four. Another really nice cover. Yeah, they're doing a good job with those. Uh, Red Shift number one from Scout Comics. That is a cool cover too. I love that. Look, the chicken. Is that what it is? Yeah, some sort of a weird alien chicken with a and a hand axe. Yeah. <laughs> it does look pretty cool. The Rise number one going to a second print. That is George C. Romero's heavy metal book. Uh, these are six-issue series, um, continuing to be cool. Well, that's all I got. All right, Drew, then this is the point of the podcast where I ask for your pick of the week. What's the one book to go and make sure that you get maybe a couple copies because it's going to be the next big thing? You know, I think we'll do two for in DC today. Oh, wow. And yeah. uh, I think I'll go ahead and pick uh, the Robin number two, uh, cover A with Flatline on the cover. Okay, cool. And I will go with Nightwing 79, the second print 
uh, through the years. Very anti I'll call it. All right, I want to thank you for sticking with us through the entire episode with Drew and myself as we go through your sneak peek at next week. Again, uh, make sure you jump in and join our Patreon. Be part of the discussion, part of the group. Uh, get yourself in there before we give a slab out. You got really good odds of getting something cool. Uh, so make sure you get in there. We thank you so much for Drew and for myself. See you.